Welcome to the Spiritually Minded Women podcast. If you're a woman who is ready and willing to be a follower of Jesus, you're in the right place. Join me this season as we dive in deep to learn how to embrace your journey on the covenant path with checkpoints instead of checklists. I'm your host, Darla Trindler, and I'm cheering you on. Welcome to your journey. Surprise! I am thrilled to be back to podcasting. It has been a little bit quiet on social media, but let me tell you, behind the scenes, I have been really busy. So to start off this episode, let me tell you about some of the things I've been working on because it is all for you, and I am really grateful that I can finally share a lot of it with you. So one of the things I've been working on is a new website, and it is live now, and you can go and check it out at spirituallymindedwomen.com. That was one of my big projects over the summer, and I'm really happy that it's done. I've also been interviewing and getting new episodes ready, and next week I'll start sharing those interviews with you. Really, doing interviews is my favorite thing. You can ask anybody that I have interviewed recently. I always start my interviews with a prayer, and one of the, the main reason I do that is because I want to invite God into this interview. I want to have the Spirit But it's also because I get so excited that sometimes I need to calm my spirit down a little bit. I just love interviewing. I have some incredible women that I've already interviewed and I cannot wait to share them with you. So look for that next week on the podcast. It'll be an interview with my friend Grace. Um, You're going to love her story. I've also been working on pulling together all of the content that I've shared in various places over the past three and a half years into one place on my website and then making that available to you in a resource library. So I've spoken at conferences and summits and I've created little mini courses and done different challenges on Instagram and participated with other people, collaborated, and I had all this content that nobody had access to. So I pulled it all together when I redid my website and I'm, I've created a resource library. So if you're on my email list, you'll be hearing from me soon via email with all the details about how to access that resource library. If you're not on my email list, go to the show notes. There's a link to sign up or you can find a link in my profile on Instagram. But I am just so excited to have everything all in one place so that it's not just sitting there gathering dust on my hard drive, but that you can actually use it because so much of it I have felt so inspired to share. And so I'm just really glad to have it all in one place. One more big thing that I've been working on, I'll tell you more about at the end of this episode. But today's episode is going to be a solo episode with me, and I'm going to share more of my story and my journey with you. So since I started my podcast in March of 2018, God has never really shown me the big picture. Like, this is the MO for me. He never says, hey, Darla, here's what I'm having you work on. And this is why you're doing this little thing and this little thing. And this is why I prompted you to go to that direction. That does not happen for me. He just never shows me the big picture. That's just not how I operate. But I have learned to embrace that. And the way that God does work in my life is that he shows me the next step. He lights the path just far enough that I can take the next step. And I have learned to trust him and to have faith and to take that next step. And by acting and taking those steps, I have gained faith. And I can truly say that I've learned to trust him. 
but recently for the first time, I have started to see a little bit more of a big picture unfold. Like all these years of just feeling prompted to share something and sharing it or asking a certain guest to come on the podcast or speaking at a conference on a certain topic, all of those things, I really didn't know if they were very cohesive or under one thing. And now I'm starting to see a big picture and I'm really starting to see how all of the experiences that I've had, even experiences going way back before I started the podcast, I'm going to talk about those in just a second, just things that I've experienced personally in my life. I'm starting to see how all of it comes together into a purpose that God has for me. I am really starting to see that everything I've created had a purpose and it all fits under this one thing. And even though it seemed disjointed and cohesive, but I just kept having faith and following the promptings, it's really all coming together. And that's what I'm going to share with you at the end. Okay, so let's back up to my life as a child. Let me just share this story with you. I grew up in the church and I really thought the whole time that I was growing up that once I was an adult, I would just arrive and I would have a testimony and I would never question anything and I would never have any struggles and I would just check off all the things, what all the things are on my spiritual checklist. I would read my scriptures and I would go to church and I would pray and I would journal. I would have family home meeting with my family and I would go to the temple all the time and checking off all those things, and then I would just skip merrily along my way down the covenant path back to my heavenly parents. But then when I did become an adult, I learned that my vision really wasn't reality. Like, life was not that simple. There were lots of ups and downs, and there was lots of happiness in my life, but there was also a lot of challenges to deal with. Nothing was easy. I figured out that it wasn't easy, but I also was holding on to that belief that It's okay, it's not easy. I'm just gonna keep checking all the boxes and my spiritual life is gonna be awesome. So are you like me? Are you just checking off all the things? Well, keep listening because at the end, I'm gonna tell you a way, I've got something that's just for you that I've created and it's really gonna help you go beyond the checklist and so much more. But let me tell you more about my story. So I struggled because I was just going through the motions. I was just doing what I had been taught to do and what I had always done. Can any can you relate to that? Just going through the motions. I struggled because I didn't feel a cl- close connection to God. And my prayers were the same words over and over by the side of my bed. And I never really felt communication back from God. But I want you to know, I never stopped doing my checklist. Even though I wasn't really feeling a lot. I never stopped doing the checklist. But I also really never felt like my testimony was getting any stronger. And I... Looking back, I can see I did not really know the Savior. So on top of all of this in my own spiritual life and feeling hollow inside, another thing that happened, another struggle was that my husband and I started to see that we had been teaching our four children how to live by the checklist too. So inside, I really started worrying about what would happen to my kids when they left home. We were seeing signs that our kids lived the gospel because they wanted to please us and not because they felt a love for God. I really started to see that my kids had learned the checklist from me and it was a little bit devastating. Like I had taught them that. I hadn't meant to, but it was because of me that they had learned that. At the same time, I was going through all of this, figuring out how to course correct with teaching the gospel to my kids. I also started to wonder what my purpose in life was. Did God have something he wanted me to do? Was there something specifically for me? I just yearned for that. I wanted to figure that out, but I didn't really know how to start feeling more than just 
a surface connection with him. So in the midst of my questioning about how I was teaching my kids and me wanting to know if God had a purpose for me, my family was also going through extreme financial struggles that didn't just last for a few months, but stretch over many years. Like I'm talking like we lived at the poverty level and we had so many things. Some of it was our own fault. Some of it was the economy. Some of it was interesting dynamics and things that happened in our business that we owned. And there were just so many things going on, but it was a struggle. And like I said, it didn't last. It wasn't a short time. It was many years. And I kept trying to know what to do and how to help my family with this trial. But again, I felt nothing from God. I really wanted to know my purpose. I wanted to know how to help my kids. I wanted to know how to to deal with this trial of finances that we were dealing with. And I didn't know if he could really speak to me in a personal way that was just for me. And guess what? I was still checking all the boxes in my spiritual life, but I felt nothing. In fact, I would go so far to say is there was a period of time where I felt dead inside. I didn't feel anything. So then I had a moment. Now, and I'm not saying this is how it goes for everyone. And this is really not normal in my life. Most things I learn gradually, line upon line, little over little. But I have a moment that I can pinpoint in my life where everything turned around and where I started to see guiding me. So after years of struggling financially, we hit rock bottom in December of 2013. We it had started with the recession in 2008 and we had just hung on for years and nothing was working. Bills were piling up and I was frustrated. It was December and it was like another year was ending with nothing changing. And my husband was trying to switch things up with our business and he was working really hard on on trying to get something new off the ground, but nothing about that process was moving quickly. And then one day in December of 2013, the phone rang and I answered and I heard a very nice lady from the bank calling about our mortgage, which we were behind on because of all the struggles that we were having. And I remember her saying to me, you'll probably have to short sell. And I felt desperate. And I hung up the phone, barely got through the conversation because I was crying so hard. And I hung up the phone, called my husband, could barely talk to him through my tears. But I managed to choke out what the lady from the bank had said. And all my husband said back to me was, I know. And his response hit me like a ton of bricks. I finally felt something inside. I felt peace. I felt like I could get on board with this. I felt God's love and I felt that he was guiding us and that I felt the Holy Ghost testifying to me that what that lady from the bank said and the confirmation that my husband gave me was right. This is what God wanted us to do. We needed to short sell our house. So we started making plans to sell our house and it was still not easy for me. I had questions. Where would we go? What would people think? Would our kids be okay? I had no idea how everything would turn out, but I clung to those feelings of love and peace that I had felt on that day and the undeniable answer to years of prayer that this was the right thing for our family. So I started getting my kids off to school in the morning and then sitting in a chair in the corner of my bedroom And in that chair, I prayed and I studied scriptures and I read conference talks and I wrote out my thoughts and impressions in a journal. And for the first time in my life, I wasn't doing those things just to check them off my checklist. I was doing that because I wanted to feel close to God. 
I needed to keep feeling that reassurance and those feelings of peace and love that I had felt on that day in December. And I needed to continue to feel that he was aware of my family. After several months of doing that chair in the corner of my bedroom became a sacred space for me. So we listed our house in May. This all started in December. Then in May, we listed our house and in less than a week, we were under contract and we thought, okay, this is going to be okay. But then it was a huge waiting game. We were supposed to close in August. So we had to go this whole summer and how we had tons of obstacles still in our way to know if this was even going to work. And there were things that were happening on our end that were obstacles. There were things on the end of our buyer. And we really had no assurance from our realtor or from the bank that everything would work out in August when we closed. And it really didn't, we didn't know until the day we were going to close if everything was going to work out. And on top of that, we had to find a new place to live. And that brought up a whole new set of worries about uprooting our kids from the only home they've ever really known. I know that sounds dramatic, but that's hard for a mom to think my kids were happy and thriving and had friends. Here, I was going to have to uproot them. So that was really hard. But through all of the spiritual work I had been doing in that chair in my bedroom, I realized that I needed to turn things over to God. And let me tell you something about me. I'm a control freak. I don't like things to be unknown. It scares me. And I really like to be in control. Maybe you can relate to that. But this short sell that we were in the middle of and start, we were trying to start a new business and we were trying to correct the way we'd been teaching our kids the gospel, it felt really out of control. There was a lot of stuff out of my control and it was really going to require me to exercise a lot of faith. I had to let go of wanting to control everything myself and let God take over. So most days after my time in my chair, I would kneel down and turn everything over to him. Everything that I was unsure of in my life, I would just say, Heavenly Father, I need you to take this. I can't do it. And I I would lay it at his feet and I would feel like the Savior just taking that from me. And I would feel so much peace. But I'm telling you, sometimes it was not even two hours later. At some point during my day, I would feel doubt and fear and it would just creep in and I would tense up and I would take it all back. And I was constantly repeating this process day after day. I was in the morning giving it all to God and feeling peace. And then sometime during the day, I was feeling the fear and I was taking it all back. So I say I have this big moment that happened where I felt peace. I knew we were on the right track. I knew this was going to change and my spiritual life really started to change. But there was still opposition. There was still the adversary trying to keep me from feeling that peace and love and putting that fear and doubt in my path. And I, it was just like this constant battle that I was always trying to turn it over to God, then take it back, turn it back over. But I have to say that he had an incredible amount of grace for me. And I'm so grateful for that. So the sale of our home was finalized in August. As planned, everything worked out after, really, we went to the day that we signed everything until we knew that everything was going to work out. We sold our house. And it was a miracle. Like I sat back and I'm like, we just had a miracle. And the miracles kept on going. So two weeks before we closed on our house, we found a house to rent that would work for our family. We had four kids. We had to have a certain number of bedrooms, all of that, a certain amount of of space. And not only did this house meet our needs and our budget, but it was also in our warm boundaries. It was not the nicest house in the world, but 
it was in our ward boundaries, which was a miracle in and of itself. When we started this process, we never thought in a million years that we would find a place to live that would not require us to move to a new neighborhood and uproot our kids and have them start over. So it was really a miracle and evidence to me that God was aware of us and that he was watching out for us. So we moved, um, we settled into our new home, and I also started to settle into a new spiritual life. I was coming out of one of the hardest experiences of my life. It had lasted for years, but I also felt renewed. I felt like I had faith again. I felt like I had connection with God. I felt like he was speaking to me. And that through all of those years of living with the checklist before he, he was able to really tutor me and he taught me that walking the covenant path with the checklist in one hand and a pen to check off all the things in the other hand was not going to get me where he wanted me to be. I now knew that I had a savior who was walking beside me And because of him, I could ditch my checklist and rely on him. I started to see the purpose I had prayed so hard to discover unfold in my life. He wanted me to shine with Christ's love and influence those around me. So not long after moving into that rental house, I was sitting in the chapel in our ward on a fast Sunday waiting for church to start. And I was just sitting there being quiet and I I was fasting And my purpose of my fast that Sunday was to know how God wanted me to fulfill my purpose. I was still really sinking. I wanted to know what did he want me to do? What was unique for me to do? And as I was sitting there, I still remember looking up. I was seeing, looking at the hymn numbers on the wall. And I heard the words in my mind, podcast. And that was an answer. That was like a first step that he wanted me to know to live in my purpose. And so I followed that prompting and many other promptings that have helped me to live in my purpose. That And it's a purpose that I know my heavenly parents have created just for me. So I tell you that story because today I'm on the other side. I'm living beyond the checklist. And I feel so called to help Latter-day Saint women everywhere know that there is so much more waiting beyond the checklist. I know that you have a unique journey on the covenant path. That's what I talk about week in and week out on this podcast. You were created by loving heavenly parents, not with a cookie cutter, but with an individual mission and purpose. I've seen that unfold in my life, and I know that it's true for you too. God is a personal God, and he wants to have a relationship with you. So if you're feeling the pull to go beyond the checklist, and you really want to move on to a life that's focused on Christ and covenants, I get it. I have been there. I can tell you that there is hope and there is so much waiting for you on the other side of that checklist. I've spent the past several months creating some things that I really help will let you go of the checklist and focus on Christ and covenants. Some of those things I mentioned at the beginning, like my new website and this resource library that I'm going to send out to my email list and give you access to all of these things that I've created. And I can really see how Everything that I've done, I have a, a, a free thing that you can get about prayer journaling and talking with other people about how to reimagine prayer. And I've done things about how to be more spiritually minded and how to find your purpose. And I've shared about how to help your teenagers and all of those things come back to one thing. They come back to living beyond the checklist. So I created a community called Beyond the Checklist. And it is going to be an extension of the podcast. It will be a place for women who want to focus on Christ and covenants to come together. 
I have a whole lot of ideas for Beyond the Checklist, but right now I'm going to start out really simple. And what the community is going to include is a monthly Zoom call where we're going to talk about topics that will help you go beyond the checklist. And you'll have input into what those topics are and be able to ask questions. It's going to be interactive. You'll also get printables of all the journal questions that I give at the end of each episode. So not only the episodes going forward, but the previous 20 episodes, I've created the journal questions for that. They'll be printable um, with a cute cover that you can print out and do those on your own time. Also transcripts for the last 20 episodes, as well as all the episodes going together. And like I said, I have a lot more ideas, but this is what we're going to start with in Beyond the Checklist. And then I want you to come in. I've made it a super low price to start with because I want you to come in and I want you to help me build it. I want you to tell me what you need and that we build this community together to help all of us come together to focus on Christ and covenants instead of the checklist. Like I said before, I just feel called to help Latter-day Saint women know this. And this is what Heavenly Father has been helping me to know. That's my purpose is to shine in such a way with the love of Christ that I can influence the lives of those around me. And this is one of the ways that I feel called to do that. So I hope that you will come and join me. If you are interested, all the information, the details are going out to my email list. You can join my email list by checking in the show notes or going to my profile on Instagram or to my website at spirituallymindedwomen.com. I hope that you will come and join me. Help me build a community of like-minded women who are ready and willing to follow Christ and to embrace their covenants. And I hope that you will come back next week. Like I said at the beginning, I'm going to be sharing more interviews. I've got a whole bunch ready to go. I have some incredible women that you are going to love learning from. So I will see you next week where we're going to talk with a woman and hear her journey on the covenant path and how she has seen and felt Jesus. Thank you so much for being here. I am just so grateful that I get to do this podcast and connect with you. And I can't wait to work together and go beyond the checklist. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, please share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on Apple Podcasts. This actually helps more women find the podcast and embrace their own journey on the covenant path. To get access to the workbook for this season and to find show notes and other resources, head over to spirituallymindedwomen.com. For more inspiration, follow along on Instagram at spirituallymindedwomen. Have a fantastic day. I'm cheering you on in your journey.